Well, hello, my little bamlets and bean stews. This is Beans, and it is disclaimer time. Bam and I are not sexperts, and our advice is for entertainment purposes only. If you have a serious health concern, we strongly urge you to consult a qualified physician. And, for obvious reasons, our Sex Talk podcast is intended for only the maturest of audiences. Enjoy! Here we go, here we go again Trying hard but you wanna be my friend Ain't no place to hide, ain't no one to run to Here we go, here we go again Call my bluff, I'ma be you till the end I'm the one you ride, I'm the one you ride to If you don't wanna change Ain't no place to hide, ain't no one to run to If you don't wanna change I can help you And I'm Beans. And this is our Sex Talk Podcast. Where we like to talk about sex. And we encourage and implore you to do it with us. By emailing us at bamandbeans at gmail.com. Or you can catch us on Facebook, because we absolutely love to Facebook you back. Yes! We literally have one person who um, messages us on Facebook, like, semi-regularly, and we love it. I legitimately sometimes want to do a welfare check when they do not suggest <laughs> on Facebook. I'm like, oh my god, are you okay? Same. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, this is actually our first episode of the new year. Yay! Happy new year, everybody! Oh my god, I haven't heard from you guys in a whole year. <sighs> but we're happy to be back. And we've got quite the show in store for you today. God, I hope... Oh, don't do that laugh. That's <laughs> fun. That's, that's my... That's my <laughs> I've got something <laughs> up my sleeve. <laughs> <laughs> It's not just a laugh. You guys can't see her face, and that's what's making it for me. Like, she's literally, like, pushing her lips together and then, like, turtlenecking into her. She's gotta show all the chins. Um, but let's start off with we got another email. Oh my god, we just got an email. We, we just, just got, got an email. email. We, we just got, got an email. email. I wonder who it's from. Uh, and it's from Juicy J Questionnaire Extraordinaire. You know, I have to say, uh, Beans opened up the email before I did, so my email didn't tell me we had one. <laughs> so today she's like, I'm so excited about all of this stuff in that email. And I was like, what fucking email are you talking well, about? Now, now we're even, mm-hmm. because it was the same way with Juicy J's last letter. Yeah. I hadn't seen it, and you were like, oh, you didn't see this? And I'm like, oh, fuck. Yeah, but I told you within five hours. <laughs> I told you within five hours. Was it? Oh, oh. She sent it today. Oh, I see that now. Yeah. I now see the timestamp on it. Yeah. I like that it says 2.0. Yeah. For the header. <laughs> Juicy J's questionnaire 2.0. And if I could just say that my thumb gets tired scrolling through it because there's so many and I love it. <laughs> I just feel like it gives us a chance to build muscle. 
in mm-hmm. our thumbs. Absolutely. I should probably start using my left hand because my right hand has all the muscles I yeah. need and for my diddle breaks. And I'm like the uh, opposite. Yeah. Because I'm left-handed. <laughs> Fun fact about beans, in case you guys didn't know that. Yeah. That's actually that's something that I don't think people know. I'm a southpaw. Yeah, she is. You know what they say about southpaws? We're great for road trips. That's very true. Um, Unless you're driving. (laughs) (laughs) Which I usually am. (laughs) It's because you get motion sickness? Yeah. I don't know. They're just learning way too much about me. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, at some point in time, probably seven years from now, when we're still doing this and probably struggling to find something to do... (laughs) Um, they're We're going to take this act on the road. Oh, absolutely. So they're going to be like, oh, is that the, is that the, ch- oh, no, that, okay, yeah, that, that has to be Beans. Because <laughs> she looks she's, like she's going to barf. Because she's She driving. just stepped off the bus <laughs> and she looks like she's going to vom. Now I have a legit question for you. Is flying just as bad as driving? Or yeah. is it? Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, but, uh, the Dramamine really works pretty well. Like they have like an all day one. Yeah. And sometimes I can even, like, read while I'm flying or, like, while I'm riding, which is really cool. So, you know, they're doing amazing things with anti-nausea medications nowadays. Yeah. Yeah. Now I just need them to cure allergies and then I'll be one step away from not being so much of a fucking geek. Well, I mean... (laughs) Let's be honest here. You're you're a nerd through and through, especially but, yeah, when you call me and be like, "Can you bring my inhaler up?" <laughs> <laughs> I forgot my inhaler in my purse. <laughs> I, I would be offended if that wasn't exactly how I sounded. <laughs> I'm a fucking nerd, and I forgot my inhaler. That's exactly what I say too. <laughs> so, uh, Juicy J writes, "Dear B and B." Hey ladies, Juicy J back again and with more to add to my last questionnaire. You seem to like the last one so much that I thought I would send some more your way. Unfortunately, I'm going to be very busy for the foreseeable future and won't be able to write often. And that's okay, Juicy J. It is such such a treat when you do write us. I feel honored. Though we miss you when you don't write us. Like... It gives us something to look forward to when you're not super fucking busy and can write to us again. Absolutely. Uh, That's why I wanted to make sure this one had plenty for you to ponder. In this email, you will find a few would-you-rathers. Yes. Yes. And some questions about you and your partners, some questions for you ladies together, and some more tailored questions for each. I hope you're ready, and I hope you enjoy these questions as much as the last ones. Without further ado... Here you go, ladies. Yay! Why don't you take it from here with the first few would-you-rathers? First few would-you-rathers. Um, so, beans. Yeah, bam. <laughs> Look, um, you did it too. You just did it. Okay, but I didn't go... No, but you definitely made a little bit of the face. Okay, yeah, my lips... Maybe mine was a little bit more exaggerated, but you definitely did the face. Okay, but that's just my face. <laughs> No, it wasn't. I'm, I'm I swear, 100% sure it's for like my face. two seconds, your face transformed into the face of like a 70-year-old know-it-all man. Oh my god, thank you. <laughs> I've been really working on that face. You did so well. You're so good. You're a fucking chameleon. Okay, so since there are six here, yes. I think we're going to do two would-you-rathers. Okay. 
And I feel like that'll last us a couple weeks. Yeah, then it would last three weeks. Yes. And then that that gives Juicy J some time to get her schedule and stuff. And hopefully she enjoys them as they go. Yes. So, beans. Yeah, bam. During BDSM play, would you rather use a ball gag or a butt plug? Now, this one's interesting because I I don't have a whole lot of experience in anal play. Mm -hmm. I don't own a butt plug. But I wouldn't be opposed to one. I I also don't mind being gagged. So it's really hard for me to pick something that I would prefer over the other one, maybe. Maybe just, like, for the stimulation purposes, I'll go with butt plug. Yeah. Gagging um, is just kind of, like, really exciting because of the control part of it. Yeah. You know? Uh, like, the restraining part of it. But I think I would go butt plug. What about you? Um... Now, I very often do anal play. Yes. Um, I, I would say I'm an avid anal player. <laughs> if would I had... you say you play for the A team? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sometimes, I guess. Um, <laughs> um, I think in perfect podcast world. Yes. Because I am such an avid anal player. That just, that rolls off the tongue so yeah. beautifully. I love that so much. Right. I feel like that should be in a resume of mine. Avid anal player. Avid anal player. I'm going to put that in my like, resume. It sounds like you're in like an off-Broadway, off like... Musical? Like, like, like <laughs> no, like a, um acting group. Oh my god. The avid anal players. It's actually just all, uh, what is that, improv? <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> improv <laughs> group. <laughs> I'm going to have to start oh, an improv shit. group called the Active Anal Player. We're going to have to make some, like, playbills. <laughs> yeah. um, I think I would actually go with ball gag, because I have not ventured into it very much. And it's, you know, I would like to try new things. I'm, okay. I'm very interested in the difference in it, because mm-hmm. I, you and I both like breath play. Yeah. So I feel like I'm very curious to see how that would go and mm-hmm. which ball gag I would prefer because I know there's many out there. There are. There's so many out and, there. Um, not even just ball gags, but you know, um, different gags and mouthpieces yeah. um, and bits all like all together. So um, I had a partner who was really into being restrained and he was very much a submissive, which kind of threw me into the dominant role. Yeah. And that's why we, you're very aggressive when you talk to people. Well, I mean, that's actually just my nature. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's literally just my nature. That's fine. Like, I love natural you. born leader here. Yeah. I am a know-it-all, and I like to throw my authority around. <laughs> so, but it also makes perfect sense as to why I'm a sub in bed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, very rarely are you going to find someone who's a very dominant personality and also, like, dominant in the bedroom. Yeah. But I digress. Um, <laughs> he found that he actually liked um, a bit, like like a riding bit. Like oh, okay. A, like, yeah, a, yeah, yeah. like a horse's like chomping bit. Yes. As opposed to a ball gag because it was just more comfortable, but it still provided the same amount of gagging and restraint. Oh, okay. Uh, so it just, it depends on what you're into. There are ones that like fasten your mouth open. There are ones that... Um, completely cover your mouth, things that go inside, stuff like that. There's, like, tongue clamps. Yeah. Uh, things of that nature. Um, so, like, the world is your oyster when it comes to that. Yeah, I think I, that's, 
That would be my thing. I would want to venture into that and see how, okay. see how that goes. But all you motherfuckers thought I was going to do the anal plug. I legit thought that you were going to go straight for the butt plug. I already have too many, so. Can I have some? Would that be weird? Would that be what? I mean, there are some people I mean, people you can sterilize are, them. I mean, there. well, I sterilize mine every yeah. time. Yeah. But I always say, <laughs> well, you kind of have to. I mean, and not with soap and water. Yeah. yeah. Just a reminder, guys, please do not use... Any kind of like don't don't do don't do Dawn dish soap like get actual yeah. disinfecting spray for your toys. Mm-hmm. This is just your yearly reminder. Yeah, <laughs> welcome yeah. to twenty twenty. We're gonna try and keep right. a clean downstairs. <laughs> <laughs> or if it's like a, a heat resistant or like um, a metal or something, you could boil it. Yeah, yeah. If but it's you metal, you definitely want to get that water boiling hot. Like yeah. metal, because that will kill the bacteria. Uh, I know that Don says that they kill 99.9% of germs, but, you know, there's always that, like, there, room, wiggle room yeah, that they it, leave for you. It's, <laughs> that's the part that they're not telling you about. Yeah. I mean, they sh- probably should <laughs> yeah. put on the back of their bottle, like, not for sex toys. <laughs> not for adult toys. <laughs> <laughs> well, you would think it would be common sense, but you would think, it's not. I've st- I just recently met somebody who still puts their toys in their dishwasher. Oh, no. And I had to explain to them why they have to throw out seven of their ten toys. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, depending on the dishwasher, depending on how hot that water gets, it's probably okay. Well, actually, dish like when you put it through the dishwasher, mm-hmm. there's micro tears that happen inside yep, of your toys. That is true. And then once the micro tears happen, you will never be able to fully clean out your toy. It's kind of the same with cutting boards. Yep. Yeah. Like you cut into a cutting board and you make a divot and then you can never actually really get that divot like 100% sanitized. Yeah. So, like, um... And you're not putting a cutting board inside you, so... <laughs> no, but, like, in a kitchen, if you want to, um... If you want to stop from cross-contaminating, you would have designated cutting boards for designated things. Absolutely. Like, this is the raw meat cutting board, and this is the vegetable cutting board. Yep. Stuff like that. So, this is the raw <clears throat> meat butt plug, and this is the vegetable <laughs> butt plug. <laughs> See, now I feel like I just have to go over that. Please don't put raw meat or vegetables inside you. Like, that's not what she was saying. I mean, if you want to go cucumber, maybe use a condom. Yeah, and then throw out that fucking cucumber. Please don't eat it. Yeah, don't put it in your salad later. No. It's going to taste like latex. It's. I don't care how much you shave off that outside, buddy. Like, uh-uh. Wish you weren't so fucking awkward, I wish bud. you weren't so fucking awkward, bud. <laughs> All right. Ready for number two? Yes. <laughs> this is going to be such a long episode. Holy I love shit, it. shit. I fucking love it. Okay. When orgasming, would you rather have many small orgasms back to back or one big one and be done? Well, here's something that I have a lot of experience with because I, I have had both quite regularly. When I'm doing solo play, it's one big orgasm and I'm done. You know, that big stress relief, and I can go about my day. But when I'm playing with a partner, um, I tend to be more um, multiples. Mm-hmm. Just because, like, I will I will come, but then still want to keep going. Yeah. <laughs> like, so, you know, it's basically just kind of, like, up to him when it stops. <laughs> <laughs> and then even sometimes, like, I'll 
still be ready to go yeah. after he's done. <laughs> I know but, that feeling. But as far as my preference goes, I would have to say that I really like the stress relief of the one big O. Okay. It's really nice. And I think that's also why I like when uh I like when it's time to just write. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like when you both oh, have yeah. that moment and you just like simultaneously climax and it's like fucking you know magic. That that's fucking rare. It's so rare. I mean, even with couples that have been together for a long time and you know, we all know how how we tick and what buttons to push and everything. It's still rare. Like it's still hard to to get there yeah. because you have to have some sort of restraint and you have to like it requires just kind of like sometimes it's just chance, sometimes it's just luck. Yeah. <laughs> and other times it's just kind of like holding out until you feel like your partner's almost there and then it's just like Wah! <laughs> I'm really regretting that noise. <laughs> I would just like you to know that if you fucking edit this out, I'm going to be so pissed. I want the you know I, won't. I, I won't. You know I won't. I'm a glutton for punishment. <laughs> <laughs> so then did you have another would you rather for us? Because normally you do them in threes. I do normally do them in threes. I think for the first couple weeks, we're going to do two. Okay. Um... This this past year, uh, I'm going to put it on the Facebook, but y'all are going to hear it again. Um, the past couple months have been very emotionally stressful. And I hear you. I, I was just telling Beans that on Christmas, I cried for the first two hours of Christmas, which is, it sounds like so abnormal to so many people. This is actually a normal thing for me. Same. I, I cry very often on Christmas. Um, so... I apologize for not putting out those would you rather's. I think this is going to be a little bit less stressful for me because okay. I think I just I'm doing so much. It'll be less overwhelming. Yes. And the pullback um I don't think is going to diminish what I'm doing for the would you rather's. Mm-hmm. Um but I may even every once in a while slip in a random would you rather that we haven't talked about yet. To get some pull beforehand. Mm. So. Okay. I apologize for being. Human. Anxiety-ridden, depressed. You're human. Stupid girl. (laughs) No, you're not stupid. You're beautiful. And you're amazing. And you're so smart. And I love you. I can't help but make this face every time you give me compliments. They can't see the face. I know. (laughs) But I make this face every time she, she gives me compliments because I'm like, and I don't deserve them. <laughs> yes, you do. You deserve everything. So, yeah, I uh, I wanted to rain back on the Would You Rathers just by one. Um, I think in the next three weeks after we get done with Juicy J's, I'll be, be ready to get back on the horse with three. All right. Yeah. Sounds good. Three is my favorite number. <laughs> okay. Um, but I, <laughs> for the orgasms, I forgot to answer. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Fuck. What's your answer? It's more difficult. I wish I didn't say anything. Um, So for me, it's actually opposite of yours. When I do my own like solo play, Mm -hmm. I have multiple small ones. Yeah. Um, That's because I like to tease myself. Like I have time to do it. I set up time for myself. Um, When I'm with my partner, it's one big one, but I'm still wanting more. 
Mm, okay. Um, like kind of once you once you start the garbage disposal, you like the sound of it, so you don't want to turn it off. <laughs> Just me. I've never heard There's that. There's so many other people out there who like the sound of the garbage disposal. I swear. Wow. Maybe I'm just, like, I have a very small fear of the garbage disposal. Oh, I have a huge so. fear of it. <laughs> but I like the sound it makes. Um, <laughs> so I would, I would actually say I like the small ones back to back. Back to back. You like the multiples. Yeah. I mean, there are, there are some times where yeah. my partner... He gets his hands dirty. <laughs> yeah. Because he, uh, he's figured out the, like, the appropriate way to make me squirt. Oh, And that's, wow. like, his favorite fucking thing of to course. do now. Yeah. It's like a kid with a water gun. Yeah. It's <laughs> just like, how do I turn this on? Oh, my God, I found it. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's, uh, yeah, I would say the small ones because that, it's already making me tingly. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, the next section in Juicy J's email. All right, ladies, this next section has to do with you and your partners. As you mentioned, your partners being apprehensive about listening to the podcast, they may not necessarily want to know some of the answers to these questions. Obviously, this will be at your discretion, but you may want to warn them about the content of these questions depending on how you answer. It's fascinating how similar you two think when it comes to sex, Yet your answers vary simply depending on your partners. I find it very interesting and love seeing the contrast as a result. Remember, these are obviously all hypothetical. So the first one is, how did you get involved with your current partners? Was it a romantic interest at first, or was the interest more based on sexual interest? You want to go first? Do you want me to? I mean, I can go first. That's fine. Um, Okay, so it's really funny uh, (laughs) how I got involved with my current partner um he and i have been friends for years and like kind of superficial bar friends for the most part until he broke up with his like just terribly fucking horrible girlfriend yeah he had been after me for a couple of years to join his D campaign yes he's a dungeon master yep and i am an an avid nerd <laughs> I am an avid D&D player. <laughs> You're an avid anal player. I'm an avid D&D player. Mine just rolls off a little bit more. Yeah, it's fine. Anyway. <laughs> we'll figure it out. <laughs> but um, he'd been after me for a while to join his game, but I wouldn't because I could not stand his girlfriend. She was just horrible, and I could not stand her. And I'm pretty sure I called her the Spawn of Satan. Like, well, do you still live with the Spawn of Satan? Well, yeah, then No. <laughs> I think you uh, said that to me one time. Oh, sure. I'm so oh, sure. positive. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure that, like, maybe motherhood has, like, mellowed her out a little bit, but she was just awful. Yeah. She had this really terrible, awful friend that, and all they ever did was talk shit about each other, and it was really toxic, and... um, So she was, like, untrustworthy, and yeah. just... Ugh. Anyways... So once he broke it off with her or they broke it off amicably or however that happened, uh, he approached the idea again of having me join. And so we ended up starting a new campaign and I was hosting it at my place. Yeah. And we kind of like started to kind of get to know each other past just being like bar friends. And 
I think there was just one night we were both just kind of like chatting over Facebook Messenger and we were just like bored and like getting to know each other and whatever. And <laughs> for some reason, <laughs> it just got really sexual. <laughs> um, well, the thing is like, we're both really similar in the fact that we're both uh, flirts. Yeah. And we both like to kind of push the line mm-hmm. a little bit. And we're not shy at all about our preferences or our sex capades. Yeah. So uh, it, it literally started out as just this thing that was, like, really sexually driven. And then we started dating. <laughs> and the first time we dated was kind of a disaster. Uh, I wasn't ready to date. And... Like, I had a lot going on, and I had, like, a lot of worries and doubts, and that really affected things. Yeah. But, you know, being the tenacious bastard he is, he <laughs> he stuck around even after I dumped him. <laughs> and, like, we, like, after that, we, we really kind of still remained close, like, and we got even closer as friends. Yeah. And... I don't know, I just one day kind of woke up and went, oh my god, this guy, like, really actually cares about me, and what am I doing? Yeah. Like, I really actually care about him. Why did, why isn't this happening? <laughs> like, why am I being so fucking stubborn about this? Because that's who you are. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, it started out sexual, um, and then... Like, very not, like, very awkward. And then, uh, romantic. Yeah. And sexual. Nice. Like, it's like a nice little, like, roller coaster <laughs> ride. Yeah. Fucking raging bull. <laughs> raging vagina. <laughs> you got the fucking climb up and then the drop. <laughs> <laughs> and then the really fast, fun ride around and around. <laughs> what about you, Bam? Well, okay, so I've actually known uh, my partner for, I think we're going on 15 years. Mm -hmm. Um, When I first, like, saw him, I immediately was like, holy fuck, like, this man is gorgeous in, like, the awkwardest way. (laughs) And he was like, to me. He is fucking awkward. Yeah, but you didn't know him He's 15 years guy. ago. He's a good-looking guy, but good lord. Oh my god, he grew into his chin. Let me just say that. Okay. <laughs> because 15 years ago, holy shit, like he had really long hair. Oh my. And like he had his lip pierced, his tongue was pierced. Oh yeah. Like he was my kind of guy. Okay. Um, but okay, we have well. a four and a half year age gap. So 15 years ago, I was 11. (laughs) Fuck. (laughs) And he was in the statutory rape kind of era. So when he... If you were 11 and he was four and a half years older than you, then he was 16. Yeah. So immediately he was a fucking asshole (laughs) to me. But he was... I mean, I'm just saying it would still be illegal because you were both minors. (laughs) No, I know. But I'm saying (laughs) like... 
He literally said the first thing he noticed about me was, quote, unquote, my fat ass. That ass, no. My ass. And how he thought that I was much older because my tits had been fully grown for a while. And I was like, wow. no, that's just, not the thing. Just things you don't say about an 11-year-old. Well, no, he didn't want to say them out loud. So he negated all of his feelings and his will to go on. Um, <laughs> and he literally was a fucking asshole to me. Sure. Like he thought if I'm as mean as I possibly can be to her, I won't feel any kind of feelings towards her. <sighs> so for boy logic. Yeah. Right. So for like four years, he was like, literally, I wanted to avoid him. Any chance I could have to avoid him would be great. So once I turned, what is that? Like now I'm 15. I'm going on 16. And he apologized to me for being a complete douche. Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, okay, thanks. And he's like, yeah. So, I mean, I don't want to be an asshole to you anymore. I feel really bad. Like, I've been really rude. I thought you were just another girl who was going to be here hanging out with us and then, like, never show up again. And he's like, but obviously you stuck around for a while. (laughs) I was like, (laughs) yeah. And then he gave me a ride home. Mm Mm-hmm. And my mom, like, fucking loved all the guys that I hung out with Mm. in that house. So that's where I met him. And then, like, I didn't talk to him again until, like, three years later. (laughs) Like, I hadn't seen him (laughs) for fucking ever. I was like, oh, you're really nice to me. And then I was like, and then I've never seen you again. (laughs) And then bye. But then I actually saw him walking my dog one day at the apartment complex that I lived in. And then my uh, friend. your dog? Yeah. Why was he walking your no, dog? No, I was walking oh, my okay. dog. <laughs> no, he was not walking my dog. Why was and he I was walking like, your dog? Oh my How God. did he get your dog? <laughs> but you haven't seen him in three years. I know. Um, so my friend who lived in that complex, they were like coming back from a night out. Mm-hmm. And that's where I actually met one of his friends, which then later lived with us. Okay. That was the first time I met him. Oh. Oh, okay. That's the first time I met him. Yeah, so that's when you met the one friend that that lived with the three of us. Yeah. Um, And he was actually vomiting outside of his car. (laughs) Classic. Trying to pet my dog. (laughs) Oh, good lord. I was like, please don't touch my dog. You're so gross right now. And then my- Did your dog try to eat it? No, I feel like that'd be a thing she would try to do. My dog actually ran straight up to my now husband. Mm -hmm. And he picked her up and he's like, she's so cute. This is the cutest dog I've ever seen. And I was like, you're drunk because my dog is ugly on first glance. My dog. And if you ask him sober, he'll tell you that your dog is ugly. I mean, he literally likes to take Snapchat photos of my dog and then send them to me and be like, this is your ugly fucking dog. (laughs) (laughs) That's now. (laughs) But... Mm -hmm. Then he was like, we should hang out sometime. I haven't seen you in a while. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, yeah, okay. By the way, you're legal now, right? Yeah, pretty right, much. Right. Like, you're 18 oh, now. Right. Oh, my God. 18 on your own. We could totally great. smash. Well, then he met my boyfriend at the time. <laughs> and he looked directly into my boyfriend's face and said, if you ever dump her, I would like to let you know that I will pick up the pieces. And that was how he introduced himself. <laughs> and then that was his... Hi, I want to fuck your girlfriend. Nice to meet you. <laughs> but he, like, he came over... Oh, it was one day. He was like, I can't drive. He called me. Mm-hmm. And he was supposed to stay over at our mutual friend's house that lived, like, a couple apartments away. He's like, I don't want to stay there because he has a girl there and it's really awkward. But I can't drive home. And I was like, well, you can come hang out with me for a little bit if you want. Like, mm-hmm. I don't mind you sleeping on the couch. And then he was like trying to kiss me and I looked at him and I was like I will 
fucking go into my kitchen and grab a knife and cut you. Like, you know that I'm dating somebody. (laughs) And he's like, you know what's really attractive about you? Is that you won't cheat on, like, your boyfriend with me. And I was like, how the fuck is that attractive? That's a thing. Like, you people shouldn't do that. Right. (laughs) And then my boyfriend at the time and I decided splitting up was a good idea because he was being a fucking dick to me every day. Like, Mm -hmm. he was saying things that made my self-esteem, that was already bad, go down more. What a fucking dick. And and then I had messaged my now husband, and I was like, hey, like, how are you? And he's like, oh, I'm great. How are you? And I was like, oh, you know, just being myself. And I was like, how do you do this downtown thing? And he's like, well, you have a boyfriend, so don't go to these bars. And I was like, well, I don't. And he was like, so do you want to meet up? <laughs> and I was like, um, sure. <laughs> Like, I also broke it off with my then boyfriend because I was like, you know, you're not treating me right. And I've always had a thing for this person. Like, it's always been a thing. Like, I saw him and I fell in love with him instantly. And also you lied to me about liking Nickelback. Yeah. Yeah. My (laughs) ex-boyfriend fucking lied to me about liking Nickelback. Like, he told me that was the worst band in the world. And I was like, oh, my God, we have something in common. I also fucking hate them. And then two and a half years into our fucking relationship, he's like, I love Nickelback. I'm like, excuse me? It's unfortunate that that was this, like, starting point of the fight that broke us up. (laughs) I always say I broke up with him because he liked Nickelback. It just makes me feel better. (laughs) But it was, like, it was an agreement thing, but... So, yeah, now I'm with my now husband. Um, I did break up with him for three days during our relationship. I remember that. Yeah. That's how we met. Yes, it is. Oh, my God. Um, I broke up with him because I knew what I wanted. I wanted a marriage. I wanted a family. I wanted wanted somebody to be a partner in everything. Mm -hmm. And I just felt like he didn't want the same. I would have given you everything. He's still well. He'll die soon. (laughs) (laughs) But um, after the three days, he messaged me and he said, honestly, um, come home. Let's talk about this. I don't, you know, I don't want to talk to anybody else. Like, I can't do this without you. And he promised, he, he asked me to marry him in a really ass backward way. Dumbass I way. never fucking got an actual God. proposal. He said, uh, so yes or no. And I was like, um, what? Can I know what it's about? And he's like, no, yes or no. I'm like, Okay. Knowing that I'm a curious fucking person and I don't turn down free shit. <laughs> I was like, okay, yes. And he's like, cool, we're getting married. And I was like, for real though? Like, <laughs> are we going tomorrow to get our shit? And he's like, yeah, we will if that's what you want. <laughs> and I was like, wait, for real? <laughs> you really want to marry me now? It took you three days after two years to realize it? <laughs> so yeah, that's our that's our love story. Aww. But, like, was it sexual at first or romantic? (sighs) I mean, it was sex-driven. He just really wanted to fucking hit me with his penis. (laughs) Yeah. Right in the mouth. In the wet spot. Oh. I was thinking vagina, but okay. Oh, he wanted to put it in my mouth. He said (laughs) because I have a pretty smile. Oh, yeah. His penis could do help but smile. want to yeah. be in my mouth with my smile. And gotcha. I was like, that's a fucking weird way to say you would like me to have, you know, you would like me to blow you. <laughs> I was like, could you never say it that way again? <laughs> right. Um, both of you ladies have indicated interest in group play. Would either of you show interest in swapping partners, either with each other or someone else? Uh, no. Um, for me, like, if I'm going to do 
a partner swap or something like that, it would have to be just right. And I also know that though um, my current partner uh, doesn't mind me um, playing with other females, uh, dudes are off limits for me. Yeah. Like, that's just his hard limit. That's his hard no. Hard no. Hard no. Uh, and also, I, I don't have any interest in Bam's partner. Thank you. <laughs> um, I would absolutely jump at the chance with Bam, but Aww. that's a completely different story. <laughs> that would just be like us sending the boys um, to like a fucking deserted island for a weekend and then just like having a really awesome girl weekend. <laughs> Have them go hunting, but figure out how to go hunting first. <laughs> hey, my man can hunt. Mine cannot, so it's going to be a long fucking week. My man comes from a family of gun nuts. Uh, my man does not, so. <laughs> he was. So it would just be my man teaching your man. He was hunt. fucking amazed that I knew more than he did when it came to hunting stuff. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I'm going to take up a bow and arrow. And he's like, well, can, can I come? Because I would like to learn. And I was like, you, what? I thought I thought you knew how to, no. He doesn't even know how to fish. Like, oh, shut up and fish is about him, isn't it? Yep. Yeah, it is. 100%. I'm the only fucking person in our household that knows how to do fucking anything. Oh my God. We could run away together. We could. And we could be outdoorsy ass women. Oh my God. Because I really can't hunt, but I can fish. And I can cook. I can figure the fuck out. I, I can I can gut animals. I'm good at that. I know that's true. I'd figure out how to skin them so that we could save the hide. I know how to skin them. In <laughs> All theory, right, there we go. I haven't skinned one myself, but in theory, I know how to skin it. We could go off the grid. So this is our last episode. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so for me, um, no, I would not swap partners. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like it It took me a lot to get to a certain point with my partner. And at this point in time, um, even though it's been five years, we're still learning a lot about each other. Yeah. And so, I mean, I'm literally his longest relationship and mm-hmm. he's 30 years old. So, I mean, after four months, I was his longest relationship. Ugh. Oh, God. Because he just really didn't see himself with anybody else for, like, a long-term future. Hmm. So I feel like uh, if at any point in time it it was, like, a partner-switching thing that we would do, like you said, it would have to be, like, just right. Mm -hmm. It would have to be the right situation. And he feels... He's very traditional in the aspect of, you know, he found his woman, he doesn't need another one. Yeah. And as much as I love... Double penetration. I don't really think I would like two human dicks in me. What? Well, I mean, two any other dicks <laughs> in me. I like think good, I, good, I think, yeah. I'm going to backtrack for a second. Yeah. That's <laughs> um, <laughs> like a dick and then a toy are good. Yeah. But like, I mean, who knows? I mean, okay. my husband's an idiot and doesn't tie off while he's at work, so... Yeah. I might be a whore someday, so. Yeah. And actually, let's do one more question. Okay. And then save the rest for next week. Cool. Because, I mean, we're already at, like, 40-some minutes. 
And we've still got another, like, two segments. Yeah. Guys, oh my god, like just get comfy. You know what? (laughs) Just pause pause the podcast now. Go to the bathroom. Get yourself a snack. We'll wait. Unless you're in your car, please do not exit your vehicle. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, don't do that. But hopefully you've got some road snacks. Hopefully you're a mom. Okay, you're back? Good. Let's carry on. Perfect. We do not have the licensing for that song. Okay, but that was only like three seconds <laughs> instead of ten. Once it hits ten, now it's iffy. Oh, okay. That's that's the, I, the standard. Yeah, okay. I think I Googled it one time and I don't remember if that's mm. real or not. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It sounds like you two have bragged about your partners in the past, perhaps even just with each other. What are your thoughts on each other's bragging? Is it awkward at all as it seems... You know each other's partners fairly well? I don't think it's awkward at all, actually. I don't either. What I think it is, is for me, it's not necessarily bragging. I don't, Mm-mm. I don't find it as bragging. Because yeah. what I find it is, like, sometimes it's just so fucking nice to have some kind of a sexually driven conversation with a counterpart who is so equal to you. Like, for me, it's it's a form of venting. Yeah. Like, being able to feel good about the things that are going on in my life mm-hmm. and being able to feel good about the sexual drive yeah. behind my own life. Yeah. Like, when my life is going good, my sex life is going good. Right. When my life is not going so good, yeah. my sex life suffers. Mm-hmm. So being able to primarily just let it out, like, mm-hmm. that venting is great. Yeah. Here's the way that I see it is I don't like, you know what? I'm okay with it being called bragging. And this is why. You should be gassing your partner up. Oh, every you day. You should gas them the fuck up. Every second of every day. You know, like it's, it's one of those things where, you know, guys are known to like, like stereotypically brag about, oh, ho, ho, I got some last night. Oh, wah, yeah. Wah. Up in their chest. Like, right, they, right. They like peacock big, out. Yeah, yeah, peacock. yeah. Um, and like, I think. That it should be totally okay for us to do that, too. Yeah. And, you know, if you've got yourself a partner that is doing you right in the bedroom category, you should want to praise that. Like, to shout it off to the rooftops. Like... I don't know how else to explain it, but when when I'm with someone and we click and things go well and like maybe he does something that I particularly like that I didn't know that I liked or vice versa, yeah. like I want to be able to share that with someone else and I want people to feel comfortable enough to share that with me. Yeah. Because it's a bonding experience. You know, we are we are so similar in a lot of our interests. We are. And this is just one more thing that we are interested in that we are, you know, like similarly interested in. Yeah. So it's it's nice to be able to brag about what's going on in your bedroom. And uh, I don't get annoyed at all at anybody else bragging about their stuff because, honestly, I just feel good that they're being taken care of. Yeah. Like, I feel good that you're being taken care of. Mm. I'll say it. I'm, I'm sure I've said it before on here, but I'll say it again, that, like, I've had conversations with my mom oh, about yeah. her sex life. And it's just, like, I feel so happy that she's got a partner that 
you know, really takes care of her needs because I know that when she was married to my dad, she didn't have that. Yeah. I know for a fact that she didn't have that because he was always running around on her. And guys that cheat, they're not very attentive lovers. Exactly. It's all about them. It's all about what they're getting. It's all about their ego that's being stroked. So. It's a race, not a marathon for them. Yeah. It's, it's a, it's like a, a sprint and, and not an, like, yeah. whole Olympic event. Yeah, exactly. I want the whole Olympic event for everybody. And I think us knowing each other's partners, like, when we have those bad days and we don't know how to, like, go about things, like, how to address something or how to, um, like, primarily put our foot down about something. Mm-hmm. I think that's good that we know each other's partners. Yeah. Because then it gives us an insight about like, hey, are you venting or do mm-hmm. you want advice? Yeah. And then when they're like, I want advice. Okay, cool. This is what I feel like you should do. Mm-hmm. And it's good because if we didn't know each other's partners, yeah. we wouldn't be able to give any kind of fucking advice. Yeah. And it might be awkward for them that we talk about them to each other, but they'll get over it. I mean... <laughs> My husband is actually coming around to the fact that me having somebody else to, like, talk to beforehand, I've had to explain this to him. It's not that I'm talking to other people because I don't want to talk to him or I can't talk to him. Yeah. It's because I want to get all of my thoughts in a row before I come to him with all of these sloppy ideas. Yeah. It's almost like presenting a fucking, um, what is it? Award? Presentation. There we go. Oh, okay. I don't know. A slideshow. That's what I was <laughs> yeah. like. Yeah. It's like, I want, you know, this is my first thought. This is my second thought. These are why I think this. Like, I want all of them in a row before I give them to him. Or I'm like, this is why I think this. Well, why do you think that? I don't fucking know. Yeah. <laughs> talking to talking to you. Talking to, I mean, even your fucking partner sometimes. Like, talking to your partner and talking to you. Yeah. You guys give me really great insight. And not just on, like, how to present something, but also on myself, which is helpful, which I like. Yeah. You know, having having partners in sex crimes is great. Totally. I probably shouldn't have said it like that. Sex crime sounds really bad. So, <laughs> having partners in crime, I don't know how I can change that. There's no way to change that. Just mm. take it all out. <laughs> okay. Take everything um, I said out. <laughs> no, I won't. I'm going to leave it all in. So, um, we also, I, I put out on Facebook a couple of times, and I know I mentioned it last week, that I wanted to know what your guys' New Year's sex solutions were. You know, everybody likes to do their own New Year's resolutions. People like to set goals for the new year. Uh, and I really think that adding a sex element will make it more fun mm-hmm. and probably more likely that you'll actually accomplish them. Yeah. So we got an email from our friend A, and he says, Hey, ladies. So between last week's podcast and this week's Facebook post calling for a sexulation, I figured I would drop a line and share mine. It actually took a while to figure out what I wanted to aim for in this coming year. But I actually came up with a couple that I thought were pretty good to try and achieve. My first one is to try to discover new fantasies and perhaps revisit some from my past. You could say it. I accomplished quite a bit when I was younger, and while that may have been a good thing for me at the time, it has left me without many sexual goals to try to achieve. I think it's time to set some new ones. 
My other sex solution is to make an effort to delve further into things my partner and I have discussed in the past. It's great to discuss things with your partner, things you want to try when it comes to sex. However, sometimes those things end up being just talk due to the lack of time or ability to dig into it a little bit more. There's nothing wrong with revisiting some of those conversations and seeing where they go and whether there is a genuine interest there or if the moment has passed on the things you have discussed. Not to mention, sometimes you just need to talk more to find out exactly what the other person's reasons for being interested in certain things are. In any case, I hope my slight ramblings answers your question. I think I have a pretty solid goal for the coming year. What are your sex relations? Love it. So my uh, New Year's sex solution is, I mean, I actually really like what A's was. Um, mine, I, I think it's just like a little bit more specific. Mm-hmm. There's something that I've been really interested in and I want to get involved with it with my partner and um that's shibari the art of tying a person up oh yeah 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 i'm like i've heard it where have i heard it uh, <laughs> i mean the stupid face at me sorry <laughs> i would i would really love to um get into that and kind of start playing um with a little bit more of like the bound portions of bondage yeah uh, also, the fact that my partner was a Boy Scout and, like, he's already good at knots anyways. I feel like he's really going to excel with that. <laughs> what? <laughs> like, you know those are so different, right? Yeah. Okay. But I just, it's applicable. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it can be applicable. Yeah, absolutely. What about you, Pam? Well, me, Beans. Um, <laughs> I actually want to... Be a little bit more perfectionist on the kinks that I have now. Okay. You want to perfect your kinks. Yeah. So I want to, I want to primarily have kind of, it's going to sound so weird, but I want to have a more routine, interchangeable kink play. Okay. I like that. I don't want. I I, want that too. Yeah. Like, I don't want it to feel like every time we have sex, it's the same thing. But now we can kind of look forward to something new. Like, yeah, I I want to try to make the kinks that we have already feel so much more cozier and less of us kind of stumbling around trying to figure out how to interject it. Mm-hmm. So I want it to be a little bit more smooth. Okay, interjection. Okay. So like. Sometimes I get upset when my partner wants to talk to me for five minutes about, well, mm. should we do this or should we not? Well, uh, let's figure this out for the next 20 minutes while you lose your wood and I just dry up like the fucking Sahara <laughs> Desert. Yeah. Um, so yeah. I want to kind of perfect how we intermingle our kinks. Okay. And also I want a lot more toys. All right. I like that. Um, I have some sex solutions from some friends of the podcast. Yay! Um, first time uh, writer in her, first time commenter, our friend Missy Satisfaction, she says her sex solution is to take care of her needs with or without someone else. Nice! I love that. And and I'm gonna, I had like a little bit of a conversation with her today and what I said to her was like, like self-love is self-care. Absolutely. It's not selfish. 
Like, so don't, don't feel bad about putting you first, boo. Like you, honestly, once you figure out yourself, you'll be able to explain yourself better to other people. Exactly. Especially in the bedroom. Yes. Do you, boo-boo. Yeah. Find you. Always be you. Yes. Um, and then obviously our friend Kirsten. Oh my god, Kirsten! Um, her sex Hi, solution. Babe. Hi. Uh, her sex solution is um, she wants to get a sex swing and some kind of se- or some kind of sex apparatus for her and her fiance to play with. I saw that you also gave them a link. Oh to yeah. Go on I, for I suggested. I suggested they go to extremerestraints.com. Um, I've looked over some of the uh, equipment that they have on there, mm-hmm. and I approve. Um. Uh, some more first time. Uh, commenters. Ooh, okay. Uh, it's our first couple. Oh, I'm so excited about that. that. I that love that. Wrote into us together. Uh, the, we're calling them Squigs and Wrench. <laughs> That's and so cute. <laughs> together, um, they would like to be having more sex in public places. It's super thrilling and definitely naughty, and they want to do it more. <gasps> um, you know, I, I wished them luck on that. Yes. And, you know, Hopefully they're smart about it and don't get caught because they're very very smart. In uh in you know our ideal wonderful podcast land there's no consequences. No consequences. Um but just a reminder to all you folks out there those who like public play uh stay away from any place that's considered a child area. Yep. Schools, the, parks. Yep, schools, parks, the um, zoo. Yeah, uh, just because you can actually, even if it's just you guys kissing and it looks like you might be doing the hanky-panky, you can be put on the sex offender registry Ugh, immediately. That's that. like one of those things that they do that first and then you're scarred for life. Mm. So just a happy reminder in 2020. <laughs> and um, our friend Squigs says that um, one for her is um, more naughty love notes. Uh, she says they used to write each other love notes all the time, but it slowed up a bit this last year, and she wants to make more of an effort to make it regular again. Nice. And I think that's really sweet. That's really, it's cute. And, um, to kind of back her up on that, Wrench says that he wants to have sex or do things like a teenager again. Aww. So, like, making out in a movie, and then maybe taking it back to his car, just, like, being, like, really, like, excitable and, like... Oh, like yeah spontaneous yeah and just you know i mean when we were all teenagers we were all so fucking horny and just like all, all over each time, other honestly. all the time so um that's great and i love all I of these sex solutions and love it i really want all of those for everybody i want all of those for everybody so i hope that you guys make it happen and um if and when you do make them happen let us know yes <laughs> tell us Email us. Facebook us. We're so lonely. I miss you so much. I'm just kidding. We've got so much. <laughs> Holy shit. Oh my god. Like, <laughs> Juicy J is gonna have us fucking running around like chickens. Honestly, yeah. once we hit it big, I think we're gonna have to hire Juicy J as our producer. I swear to god. Like, you hear that, Juice? You hear that? Juicy J, what's your profession now? Like, yeah, tell us what your profession is so we can figure it out. What's it going to take? What's I, it going to take for us to bring you over? I have Christmas cookies <laughs> to give to you now. Right now, all that we have is our wit and our charm to pay you with. But and I'm sorry, but you hear that it's not 
there's there's not an abundance of it. So <laughs> this is what we got. We are adorable. But they can't see us. No, I mean, our personalities are also adorable. It's not just our looks. I mean, because, oh. yeah, we're cute as hell. But <laughs> she's making a really awkward face. Wish you weren't so fucking awkward, but I can't help it. You know that I don't take. <laughs> Bam doesn't take compliments. I, well, I'm not good at it. Actually, uh, I've been trying very hard on telling people to oh stop it, and I've been trying to say thank you a lot more to be a little bit more like yeah, I deserve this compliment. Mm-hmm. That's just you know. You'll get better at it. I'm trying. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of why I do it all the time is because I'm trying to like get you used to it. Oh, okay, thanks. <laughs> The, uh, like, immersion therapy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's just, it's always awkward. <laughs> It'll so, get better. So then when we're on a stage and somebody says something nice to me, I don't go, <laughs> yeah, make the stupid yeah, fucking face. Yeah, that stupid face. That's, like, I mean, otherwise you are a very attractive person. When you make that face, you are very less attractive. <laughs> <laughs> it's my plan. <laughs> I want everybody to think Maybe I'm if I ugly. make myself less attractive, she'll stop complimenting me. <laughs> actually my entire thought process (laughs) i know bitch because i know you (laughs) so you know what time it is (laughs) i fucking love this time it's time for super personal questions tailored specifically for us by juicy j questionnaire extraordinaire 2.0 um bam you mentioned that your partner was coming around to listening to the podcast any luck with that what are you hoping your partner specifically would get out of listening? Um, okay. Okay. Okay, Jay. Okay. <laughs> As of right now, I have not had any luck with it. Uh, that's also because my partner is trying to go in a different direction with his career. Yeah. So he's kind of been immersing himself with that. Which I'm very, I'm very happy and very proud of him. Like because it's a lot less risky. It, well, there are a lot yeah. less chances that he'll die. So many less chances. <laughs> um, but also, it's it's so frustrating to him when he doesn't get something. So mm-hmm. he gives up on stuff, and yeah. this has been very frustrating for him. But he has not given up yet. Yeah, and I'm so fucking proud of him. Me like, too. I couldn't be more proud of this man. But if he were to listen, I think. I think maybe he would understand when him and I first got together, I was very, very disclosed about my sexual life. Mm -hmm. And that's because I've had been burned so many times. Mm -hmm. So I feel like if he were to listen to me talk about it, maybe he'll be able to open up again. Because I did kind of make him put a kibosh on bragging to his friends and doing Aww. that kind of thing. And it was because I felt very awkward about it. Okay. Um, because of how I've been seen in the past. Sure. And now that I've kind of come out of my shell. Yeah. A little bit more. You sexy sex goddess. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, w- I want him to feel comfortable doing it again. And he... I will say the way that he talks about me is more respectful than anything that I've ever heard from him in the past. Dude, he talks about you like you're the most precious fucking thing on the planet. I hope that he I hope that he becomes comfortable with saying things to his friends again cuz I've said it before, but I feel like he doesn't really feel 
like I mean it. Mm -hmm. And with me doing, you know, this podcast and me having so many supportive people other than just beans, (laughs) (laughs) um, it, it's very helpful. Like, honestly, it's helped me as a person who has this terrible anxiety that just kind of creeps up on me every day. Like, this is, this is so good for me. And I think maybe he'll also hear how great it is for me. And then he'll, he'll start, uh, he already passed out stickers at work, actually. Yay! He stuck it on somebody's hard hat. Oh my God, that's amazing. <laughs> in the back of their hard hat while they Did weren't they looking. Know? No, they didn't know. <laughs> that's even better. He said something like, oh, you got something on your hat. And they were like, yeah, it's a sticker. And he's like, yeah, well, you don't know what kind of sticker, so. <laughs> so that's funny. Obviously, he knew when he got out of work. Maybe. I don't know. I don't fucking know. <laughs> Guy works in Iowa, so he probably never saw him again. How often do dudes look at the back of their fucking hard hats? <laughs> well, like when you take it off, like yeah, you guess. know, you kind of see it coming down. Unless you're one of those guys who just chucks it in the back of their car right away. Anyway, is your man that kind of guy? Does does he do that? It depends on the day. Okay. I feel like I would forget I'm wearing my hard hat. You would I think would, I would have days where I would just forget I'm wearing it, and then I would wear it the whole drive home. God, you know, sometimes I see him walking up with a hard hat and like, the fuck are you doing? <laughs> now, see, if I saw that, I'd be like, oh, yeah, role play time. No, because he works <laughs> with like fucking asbestos and like fucking, <laughs> what is that? Fucking um, microfiber stuff. Like, no. But you act like y'all ain't had shower sex before. Like two times, actually. They were both in my house. Yes. And can I just say, shower sex? Gives me more anxiety. Dude, you gotta have the right shower set up, man. I tell ya. Like, these tiny little showers that we have here, like, it's impossible. You gotta get one of them rich people showers. Yes, because I'm afraid I'm gonna fall and bust my fucking head open trying to get some D. The benches. Yes. And, like, grip holds and shit. We're gonna have a fucking, like, rock climbing wall in our shower when we're rich. Fuck that. I'm gonna have a fucking old person bench. (laughs) (laughs) So, for beans, you mentioned a bit more about the website you were looking into last time. Have you delved into it anymore? What are you hoping to find? And what are your partner's thoughts? Well, I know that we had kind of discussed it a little more. Um, As a partnership, we haven't really done a whole lot more with it. Um, We're in this really weird kind of limbo sense where, like, we've got a lot of stuff going on. uh, And, you know, we may or may not be living here in the same area um, come the end of this year. So Internally crying. (laughs) I know. But, like, so it's one of those things where I'm kind of hesitant to make any sort of connections with people just to, like fuck off in 10 months. Um, but then also, like, I, I, I personally feel like I would like to kind of take this time to do more bonding with just the two of us. Yeah. Just because with the situation that we have going on is um, we're going to be getting married and then we're going to be moving and then, you know, he's going to be starting a new career that may or may not ship him to a different state for, th- you know, three to six months at a time. And, like, I would really like to just kind of have that time to bond with him now so that I have stuff to look back on when he's not around. Exactly. That's so good. Yeah. But I'm still I'm still totally open to getting into, like, the 
the BDSM and the fetish communities and seeing what's out there just because I'm super curious. Yeah. I, I would I would more so like to kind of take the approach of like the fly on the wall aspect. Like yeah. I'm one of those people where I I like to try and maybe just like dip my toe in an inch at a time. I don't just j- jump right into the pool. So that's that's kind of my feeling on it. Um on his take, uh I know that he's very open to it and he's kind of been the one to like, okay, well let's sit down and let's do this. And I've been the one that's been kind of hesitant about it and holding back. Um so I, I just think that when I feel like the time is right, then I'll be like all gung ho about it. But right now I'm just kind of focused on us. Yeah. Yeah. And you guys being focused on each other is really good. Yeah. Because you'll need that. Mm-hmm. Totally. So, guys, this is the end of our first ever episode of the new year. Oh, my God. Happy 2020, y'all. <gasps> oh, I can't even be in this year. I can't see. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. I need up. glasses. I'm so over that meme. <laughs> my glasses give me 2020 vision, bitch. But I would just like to start off this year in telling all of you that are listening, you are beautiful. And I'm super thankful for you. And you're sexy. And I cannot wait to hear about what this whole year brings for you. And I hope it's nothing but good stuff. And fuck the bad stuff. Yeah. The first week of the year, I always try to do, like, seven really fucking great things. Like, I will always go to dinner with the same person I went to dinner with for the last five years. Her and I go to dinner on the first of the year because that's our first dinner together. And no matter what, we can look back and say the beginning of this year was fucking rad. So it wasn't a complete shit year. So try to do seven really great things, whether that's for yourself, with yourself, by yourself, or with somebody else. But always remember that this year will not kick you in the ass. No, we're going to kick it in the ass. You're going to have a great fucking year. Yeah, we're all going to have a great fucking year. Because we're going to make you have a great fucking year. Yes, and you're going to make us have a great fucking year. Whether you fucking like it or not. Gun to the head. I swear to God, we're going to have a great fucking year. Over my dead body. So help me God. <laughs> okay, oh that took like a really weird God. turn. <laughs> all right, everybody. Well, we will talk to you again next week. And until then, bye. Goodbye. I've been working on my podcast. God, I hope it's good.